Thanks for joining us at the Business Growth Cafe, where each week we select from a menu of topics for a focused discussion with an industry expert to provide insights that can impact your business's growth with your host, Angelo Ponzi. Hi, I'm Angelo Ponzi, your host here at the Business Growth Cafe, and thank you for joining us. Death and taxes. Yes, you heard me. Death and taxes. Now, my parents always told me there's only two things you can count on. And that's it. Death and taxes. Now, it's a little pessimistic, I guess, but there's really some truth in that. We as individuals get that dreaded tax notice in the mail. And what do we do? We panic. Holy crap. We hesitate to open it. In some cases, hey, honey, can you open this for me? I'm a little scared what it says. Death and taxes. Now imagine that your business gets a tax notice from the feds, state, local, any number of agencies in the United States and frankly and around the world. Do you call your CPA to handle it? Do you call your payroll company? You certainly don't call your honey. But what if you're a large corporation and not only you're getting one tax notice or compliance notice, you're getting thousands a month. What the heck do you do? Holy crap, doesn't really even begin to describe how you might feel. Death and taxes. Well, my guest today has a solution for you. Rick Pinkerman, CEO of Notice Ninja, a SaaS-based CRM for tax notice compliance, is here today with me at the cafe to talk about how he converted his enterprise product into the SaaS model, tax notice management, and to ensure your tax and compliance notices are not the death of you or your business. Death and taxes. Now don't go away. We're gonna be right back and hopefully you'll breathe a little easier after you hear this conversation. I was recently speaking with the president of a manufacturing company. When the topic turned to competitors, his response was, we don't have any competitors. We're the market leaders and they look to us for their cues. I don't pay any attention or worry about them at all. How many times have you heard this said? For me, as a marketer, plenty. Regardless if you're the market leader, a challenger, you have competition. Whether your competition is a specific company, new technology, or anything else that changes the dynamics of the market you serve, you have a competitor. You need to consider setting up a competitive intelligence program as an ongoing business strategy and not treat your program as an annual task. In my opinion, understanding your competition is as important as understanding your customers. To help you begin thinking about the process, time requirements, and the monetary investment that it takes to develop and implement an effective program, I've created an ebook as a resource that you can find on my website at theponzigroup.com. An effective competitive program helps you keep one eye on your competition while keeping one eye on opportunities. Thank you again, and I appreciate your listening. As I mentioned, I have Rick Pinkerman, CEO of Notice Ninja, a SaaS-based CRM tax notice compliance software program, joins me here at the cafe today to talk about his journey from converting to a SaaS model from an enterprise uh, program, building a business that focused on managing tax and compliance workflows. Rick, welcome to the show. Thanks, Angela. I appreciate you having me here. Yeah, I'm excited. Uh, it's uh, an interesting program, an interesting niche, and we're going to explore all that. And certainly as a uh, 
a small business, growing a business. You know, you've you've been through this many times. So uh, hopefully, we can uh, dig into that a little bit, so my uh, listeners can benefit from your experiences um, to really help them grow their business. But before we start, let's put some things in context: who you are and and what your company is. Yeah, absolutely. My name is Rick Pinkerman. Uh, my company is Notice Ninja Inc. We service, uh, we offer a solution to large enterprise companies, service providers, and CPAs that help them manage their agency notice compliance and tax notices. These are these uh, mental federal and state notifications that they get just for being a company. And the larger the company you are, the more notices that you get. The more locations you're in, the more notices you get. Our system helps our clients manage those processes. Well, you know, it's interesting. I, I never, you know, as an individual and a small business owner, I, you know, hey, I might get a tax notice here and there. But on the flip side, if I'm a corporation working on a global level or multiple offices, I mean, I, it sounds like those companies get hundreds, if not thousands of notices all the time. And and and, and those that do, how they typically kind of manage that process. Yeah, you're absolutely right. You know, you think of like the McDonald's or the big, huge franchises, right? They have stores all over the world and they're getting notifications from everywhere. Right now, what we've seen is 95% of our client base um, and our prospects come from manual processes, um, either doing it completely manual, just off of the pieces of paper that they get, because every notice is a, is a piece of paper that comes in the mail, um, or through Excel processes using Excel. Um, both are pretty error prone and, and have a lot of wide openings for making mistakes or losing doc documents. And these are all federal and state legal entity documents that they're sending out. Well, it, you know, anytime, and, and I hate to say this audience, but anytime we as humans get involved, we're, there's always opportunities for screw ups. And uh, so if you're processing a lot of these documents at a given time, I mean, it really doesn't take much. One wrong number, one wrong address, I mean, can really... I would assume help you miss or make you miss a deadline, for example, and then now you've incurred a penalty as well. Yeah, there's a lot of compliance like type of notifications in there. You know, you know, as you grow your business from a small business to a medium size, you start hitting thresholds and those thresholds automatically change your filing frequency, pay frequency, a lot of compliance thing in the back end. And, you know, those cause notices all of the time. So this could be in payroll. It could be in different regulations based on the industry, like an oil and gas or cannabis. I mean, really, these agency notices that feds, state, local, I mean, all sorts of organizations can send you a notice, correct? That's correct. I mean, it, we have clients that are managing oil and gas pipeline regulation notifications have nothing to do with an actual tax. So really, it's the agencies. And, and you know, there's roughly 10,000 governments now in the, in, the, in the U.S. and roughly 89,000 local governments that are all either taxing or complying, putting compliance on companies regarding what they do. And like you said there, you know, the compliance in the industry of like the cannabis industry now, or the oil and gas, or even tobacco and firearms. There's any of those companies that get highly regulated, they get a lot of notifications and have to be compliant. They get, that's, that's kind of our target market right there. 
Okay. And then certainly managing those and responding and doing whatever the, the request is, uh, is important. And especially for you listeners out there, it might be you're getting one or 10 or 20 and depending on what you're doing, but you know, a p- extra penalty hits your bottom line. It's just frankly money. You're flushing down the toilet. So I, I think this is uh, I, I love this, this kind of, I'm going to call it a niche because I don't think I've really seen or, or read about other companies that are very focused on tax and compliance notices. I've seen it in other programs. Somebody might talk about it to your point, doing Excel. It could be from a CPA firm, but but I, I haven't really seen a, a software program that is very specifically focused to this. Well, you're right. You know, most of the programs that you're going to see are compliance based, meaning they're going to make sure you're compliant. Um, managing the notices are kind of after the fact and it's like non-compliant because the agency has said you've done something wrong or you've met a threshold, you need to make a change. It's not, you know, did you file the tax right? Did you calculate something correctly? That's on the front end. On the back end is when the agency is communicating with you and saying, hey, you've done this or you've hit a threshold or you've requested us to do this or that. It's kind of like, you know, on the flip side after they filed. So it's post-filing. Um, and everyone, all the software programs really go to, you know, pre-filing. They help you file. They organize your filing and stuff. So, yeah, we're kind of in a niche area um, because it's really every single um, industry needs a, a management, a system to manage all of their notifications, not just, oh, I need to manage just my tax notices for employment or I just need my sales and use notices over here. And, and that's kind of what it is right now. It's siloed at these companies. They all, you know, they might use Excel and they have five different Excel um, you know, files for different types of notices they get, and they don't really have any visibility. Okay. And that certainly increases the opportunities, more opportunities for errors. So now you didn't wake up one day and say, Hey, I think I'll, I'll build a software program for tax and compliance notices. So how, how'd you get into this business? What led you to where you are today with Notice Ninja? No, that's, you know, the, depending on how you look at it, it could be a blessing or a curse. Um, you know, I'm second, second generation, um, basically payroll processing. My family started a a payroll processing company in the sixties and they processed payroll for municipalities, uh, school districts, some large entities. Um, and then I got into that business myself, um, started processing payrolls and, and, we started managing payrolls for clients in every single state. We had roughly 2,400 EINs that we managed. And based off those EINs, we were getting notifications for employment type notices because um, we managed all their employment taxes. Um, and that's when we first, I, my first system I developed was in, gosh, in, I think it was 97. And it was our tax issue tracking system to help us manage the notices that we we're getting. And, and at that time, we were getting maybe two, three hundred a month um, from all of the different agencies around the country. Um, so, you know, we've, I've been doing it for now for 30 plus years, uh, managing and working with this. Uh, I started with in the payroll industry. We sold our company. Uh, I made partner in uh, 94. We sold in 98 to a company called CBiz. They're one of the seventh largest accounting firm in the nation. Um, they didn't want to use our product. They just were going to use it manual. They wanted to go back to a manual process. So they shelved my program uh, that I developed and hired five people to take its place. And when we did that, I, I kind of scratched my head because, you know, I only had three full-time people in my tax department using that system part-time. 
And so to replace the product, they needed to get four or five full-time people. Um, so that's when I, I basically resigned from CBiz. I was the VP of uh, West Coast Operations for them when we sold. Um, resigned from there and, and started, uh, original company was Agency Matters or Ants. And we provided a tax management solution for uh, payroll providers to manage their tax notices with. And so we did that for roughly about seven, eight years. And then we pivoted and started going to large employers, knowing that large employers not only manage employment notices, but they sales and use, corporate, international, all types of agency notifications. So that's kind of led us into where we are today. You know, we, we started in the payroll industry where there's huge volume from every single agency in the, in the U.S., basically. Um, we, we managed all of that. We kind of understand how the process has worked for a certain type of notifications, right, uh, for their payment types. And then we just homogenized that and made it so we can use it for every type of notification that a company can get. We created workflows that, that manage it so anyone, no matter what you're managing, if it comes from an agency, you can manage it within our system. So okay. our, our history is pretty deep, and it came from the payroll industry, but now we manage companies. Our, our largest company has over 750,000 employees. Um, so we've, wow. we've, we've gone now to service providers, large employers, and CPAs. So... So you, you have had and have a enterprise program and now you're converting it to a, a SaaS based program. So what what drove that decision? Well, you know, we've been business now. Well, Notice Ninja is a little over a month old, um, okay. but it was basically uh, merged from Agency Matters which has been around for 12 years. And that's what we worked with with ANTS, our agency notice tracking system, which is our enterprise product that we currently have installed at our clients' locations. Uh, we've got roughly 2,400 users on the system managing notices on a daily basis. And we've got roughly a little over 100,000 notices being processed through the system uh, via our clients processing those. Okay. The so, reason why we're converting over is because really the current system has a lot of custom screens. You know, what we've done is we kind of went back and, and when we first got into the clients and our first clients were very large enterprise companies, um, we sat back and started really feeling out the product and adding features and functions to it. So there's a lot of custom screens. They're very focused and, and our clients love the system, but it just wasn't homogenized enough where we have a few clients that are growing super, super fast and it's hard to keep up with training just because of all the different modules and the different customization that we've built into the in enterprise application. And so what we've done is we went to a professional design company and helped us homogenize the system to truly get down to the core functions. And it's really just a workflow task-based engine that allows us to manage agency relationships. And one of those relationships is managing notices. Um, but we manage a lot of different things for our clients. We manage power of attorneys, amended returns, we have document tracking, all of these things that resolve around notice management, agency notice management. Okay, it's really like a, like a business process programming. I mean, really you're managing a variety of tasks to move it from point A to point B. 
Yeah, that's correct. I mean, a lot of these tasks are manual processes that were converted into digital workflows that management has insight on what's going on, how long things are taking, and, and who's doing what and where. Um, and what's happening, what we see is there's a lot of manual processes revolved around the manual processes. So it's not just, oh, I manage the notices manually, but then they have to manually create notices. They have to manually call clients. They have to manually generate documents. They have to manually. So they're doing a lot of this manual stuff on the back end that we've created workflows within our system for. Okay. So this is a new business, so to speak, as, as you said, it's a month old as you're moving from ants to uh, Notice Ninja. So when you think about growing Notice Ninja. What keeps you up at night? Well, you know, the thing about is opportunity, and 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 we see a lot of opportunity. That's the thing right now. Is is uh, Notice Ninja was really designed for a lot of volume for big companies to be able to manage any type of notification in a centralized location. Um, you know, security keeps me up at night because that's always anything at the SaaS base level, making sure everything's secure. Um, you know, making sure that our uh, workflows match our clients' needs. And, and then we're always creating new workflows based on our clients' input. Um, but those are like the, the main two things, the security and clients' needs that keep me okay. up at night. What about from a business standpoint, though? I mean, what keeps you up when you think about growing this business? Well, right now in the, the times that we're in, there's a lot of things that are keeping me up at night. You know, uh, we're in some crazy times right now. So... Um, as far as business and um, connectivity, you know, um, it, it, everything right now, I tell you the truth. I mean, my our finance, what happens with the banking situation right now and, and getting loans to be able to grow faster. You know, um, we're actually doing a lot of hiring right now that it looks really positive right now, but you know, everyone's working from home. So you don't know what the situations are anymore. So, um, you know, as growing our business, we're going to grow our, our client, our, our client base and our staff by over a hundred percent in the next 90 to, to four months. So yeah, there's a lot of things that we're working on the back end that, uh, you know, quite honestly, they're all keeping me up at night right now. But I mean, we're we're managing on a daily basis. And I think it's, you know, having this bringing on the staff, making sure we have the resources required, making sure that the backbone of our, our technology, um, we're using AWS is is still solid and everything's is good there. Um, making sure that the compliance industry and, and you know, the the administration that that's coming in is 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 going to allow us to do what we need to do, which is basically automate back office processes so we can integrate with the agencies. Um, so making sure that my, my staff are, are okay, everything's safe, that they're, you know, there's no problems with them. It sounds like you're drinking from a fire hose. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's, I'm not sure where to begin. That was a pretty open ended question there. Uh, yeah. Um, but, you know, the good news is, is we see growth. We see, you know, positive uh, um, reflections of what's going on in our industry. If you talk to the big five about compliance and what's happening in the, you know, in the short term and long term, they're very excited about all of the stuff that's happening. There's a lot of uh, changes that are coming down that truly will help a lot of people. Um, but those changes, once again, are going to cause notifications. Okay. And, and, 
So, it, and I want to stay on the track of, of, of growing this business. And, and so from a, from an entrepreneur, it's obviously been involved in various businesses. I mean, what are some of the lessons you've learned that you can tell my listeners and kind of your, your experiences and insights to, that they should kind of pay attention to, if you will, that, that are kind of going through a similar program? Yeah, well, you know what? Surround yourself, obviously, with great people. That's number one. You know, um, having consultants and um, uh, advisors that you can trust and count on to help you maneuver through all of the different things that are going to come at you. Um, you know, it, 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 it's from the small things to the to the large things. Um, obviously, having a good attorney is a number one thing as well. Um, and I've done it both ways. I've, I've started a company without having too many attorneys and trying to use the, you know, the, the online services to having a, a full, full-time attorney that knows what they're doing. And I'll tell you, it's a huge difference. And I think I'm going to pay less with having the full-term attorney just because of making sure we make the right decisions. So, you know, making it, making the wrong decisions at a small company, I mean, could almost cost your whole company. And, and, you know, uh, us being small time is money and time is kind of all we have because we don't have a lot of money. <laughs> so <laughs> it, it, you know, if, if, you, if you take away our time, it, it, it hurts, it hurts a lot. So, and, and our throughput is only as much time as we can give. And, you know, uh, I'm, I'm really looking forward to growing our staff because we keep saying this, Hey, you know, we're gonna be able to get three times more done with one more person. <laughs> yeah. But you know, time's a commodity that once it's spent, we don't get it back. And and to your point, it's, it's really keeping organized and focused and making sure that every minute is, is moving, you know, your business forward. Um, Cause again, you can't go backwards. And even if we want to, we, we can't, unless uh, we have a time machine, which we know, um, well, only a few people have, but that's beside <laughs> the point. Um, you know, there, do you have any success stories you can talk about? A kind of a an example. I mean, you know, as small businesses, is, which is really not your target, but you know, medium-sized businesses, large businesses, and the kinds of notices. So, there's one I like stories. So maybe a story is an example. And again, I know Notice Ninja is new, but an example of a client that, you know, maybe had thousands of notices and why they got you engaged and, you know, how you, how your company has helped. Yeah. So, so now that we've been in business for a, as long as we have, and we've created so many um, advanced functions and features, some of the bigger companies are coming to us now that really have complex setups. Um, an example would be like Assure Software. Um, Assure Software is a client that, that actually we got as they purchased a client of ours and that's how we, we purchased, how we got them. And, and basically what they have done is, is they've got a very complex setup where they're going and purchasing companies around the country as their growth strategy. And part of that is, you know, merging different whole companies into a single cohesive um, uh, system. And, and that just takes time. So our system allows them to be able to use multiple systems and integrate everything into a single, um, a, uh, a isolated single system where everyone gets to have access to all of the notice information. Hmm. Um, and, and as they merge their data from a isolated siloed database into their master database, all of the data 
um, comes with it. So there's no change on our side. So we're we're allowing them to basically merge their data into a single database before their operational side can actually do it. And and so the tax team is is very um, very happy about that because now they have all of their clients in a single system where. If you go into their play their platforms, they can't see all of their clients at all. They just see their segmented clients. So now, really, a centralized database, really for everybody that can access, and you're setting up through APIs, so all these various um, software can integrate with your system. Absolutely, and that's that's exactly it. We have a client that that uses Salesforce for their operations, so we have a full integration to Salesforce and an API. So the tax team can work within a system that's designed specifically for them, and while at the same time updating Salesforce, Salesforce that wasn't designed for them at all, um, but was allowed allows the whole organization to see what they're up to and see what they're doing. Okay. You know, part of my, my background and things that I've done over the years is market research. And so I've done a lot of work for companies and helping to define what the right feature set might be. You know, as you're rolling out a new product, you might have 15 ideas for features, but maybe you only need three or four or five to really make the product viable. And then you can add the rest later on. So, and you mentioned features, which made me think of this question. So how, how did you decide, you know, what were those features you were going to roll out the product with that, that were kind of important and necessary to make the product as viable as it is? Yeah, the, our, our baseline or what we call our MVP um, is the, the MVP products and services that we are launching is is really based on the the basic requirements of what is required to process a notification. Um, and, and being in the industry, as long as I have, you know, it comes to second nature. Oh, I, I need to be able to send communications out to somebody. I need to be able to document uh, my research. I need to be able to attach supporting documentation and put notes on it. And, and so those are the, the, the main things that we looked at was, okay, can we need to be able to enter data? We need to be able to manage uh, the the basic what is it, what type of data it is, and then we build to be able to communicate and document regarding that data, and then report off of it so people can see how they're doing and what they're doing. And with that, we kind of use that as our, our base. And so we've got about seven different options at the notice screen, um, which on our current enterprise system, I think we have like 32. <laughs> options. Okay. So we've scaled, we've, we've scaled it down and homogenized it and, and said, Hey, we really only need like six things. And based off those six things, we'll create more, but those are our basic options that we need. And, and that's like, you know, can we edit the, the work, the notice? Can we send a letter? Can we call the client? Can we call an agency? And you know, the, the basic ideas of what our users need. Um, everything else on top of it is, is extra. And, and that's our, like our automation is what we're going to be adding to it later. Right. Well, I mean, you have a distinct advantage of having worked in this industry to understand those workflows. And I find a lot of times when I'm talking to, I'll call them young entrepreneurs that are building a product, you know, they've got this giant wish list, but and a lot of times they actually haven't engaged with the potential clients to understand what the real needs and wants are versus what they think they want. So I think that's certainly been a strategic advantage for you in helping to, to migrate to a SaaS product and to build this out. Yeah, it, it has. And, and quite honestly, this is our fourth time redoing this product. You know, we, we when I first came out, it was an idea in Excel, showed some people, and then I, I created an, an access. 
and then that was our 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 our, our like chest thing and then i created it in sql and then we created it in full net application and now this is with notice ninja we're taking all of that that we've done the four times and put it into a cloud-based system so the good news is it's not my first rodeo and and yes i had to do that at first to say okay these are the four things that we can start with and then my clients really basically told us here those are the, these are the six things that are truly required rick and that's kind of just basically working with the clients after the last 11 years okay now um you mentioned that uh, Notice Ninja is only about a, a month old, and so are you. We uh, we have a commercially available product yet, or are you still in beta? Where where are we at? When when can someone listening today go and start really defining out about how they might get involved in the product? Yeah, well, so we're we're currently in beta. And uh, we are working on a new website, which we'll have out in the next week or two. And uh, our launch date is mid-February is when we're going to have a live product that clients can sign up and start using. Um, yeah, so we're super excited about it. We're, you know, doing the final touches right now with the beta testing and, you know, just working out all the little, the little items that, you know, you never see until someone gets on and actually uses it. Sure, sure. Well, that's why I thank God for beta beta users, right? Absolutely. <laughs> so, um, just a, another question is, what inspires you? What what gets you out of bed every morning? You know what? It, it's interesting. Um, we, my wife and I talk about that a lot because I'm my wife works with me, and uh, I'm very lucky to have that, uh, fortunate to have that. Um, and we're talking about that, and and really, when it comes down to it, is is helping people. You know, we enjoy helping people um, and, and creating less stress. And, and part of our program and our solution, that's kind of what our whole focus is, is trying to make things um, what people do on a daily basis to make it easier, simpler, with less stress. And, and, and I'll tell you, when you're dealing with government agencies, federal and state agencies, it's pretty stressful, um, especially right now. Um, with, with COVID and, and, you know, being on hold for 45 minutes to, to two hours before you talk to somebody. Um, so it's really, you know, helping people out and, and the more people we can help is really what drives us, drives right. me. Yeah, that's great. That's great. You know what it, it is, your whole thing about workflows and, and, and streamlining and making it easier and, and minimizing opportunities for error and, and costly mistakes making it easier for people to actually do their jobs. Um, <clears throat> I, I get it. I get to understand how you guys get up every morning to and think about how can we make people's lives better. And normally you wouldn't wake up in the morning and say, how can I make people's lives better who deal in tax and compliance? But you do, and I commend you for that, and I'm glad somebody's doing it. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's the whole thing. On a, on a big picture, we just got to think about what we're doing. I know it, it's a very, very niche kind of thing, but once again, it's helping people, you know. And and once we get bigger and and grow faster, we're gonna be able to help more people doing more things. All right. Well, this has been a great conversation. I want to thank you for your time today. I mean, it, you know, really, you had a great journey from a. a an established company to starting a company and now starting a second company, maybe even a fourth company. And it's really an evolution and, and kind of the insights that you have that you could share today. But, but as we get ready to go here on the show, why don't you tell the audience how they can reach you and how they can connect and learn more about Notice Ninja? 
Yeah, thanks, Angela. I appreciate that. Um, yeah, you can come and check us out on, on our website. Our website is noticeninja.com. Um, take a look. We're going to be updating the website here in the next week or two um, with a bunch of content, some videos, and, and also some links to our support site. So you can contact us and request a live demo of the product. We're super excited to be, you know, ready to launch it. And um, yeah, take out, take, take a, take a look at our website. Notice Ninja.com. There you go. I was looking for that. And they certainly can connect, connect with you on LinkedIn and those kinds of places as well. Yeah. We're also on LinkedIn as well. Notice Ninja. All right. Well, Rick, thank you again for your time. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Angelo. I appreciate your time as well. And thank you for joining us at the cafe today. Here's my commercial. If your business needs a CMO or a senior level marketer, but you're not quite ready for a full-time person yet, connect with me to find out more about my fractional interim and consulting services. You can visit theponzigroup.com and there's a variety of resources there, videos, blogs, eBooks, and certainly you can connect with me on LinkedIn. And lastly, please subscribe to the show. And if you're already a subscriber, thank you very much. But I also encourage you to let others know about the show and, and the great content like you heard today with Rick. You can go to the businessgrowthcafe.com or certainly subscribe on any podcast platform you like to listen to. And please don't forget to join me here next week on the Business Growth Cafe. Thank you for listening to today's discussion at the Business Growth Cafe with your host, Angelo Ponzi. Take a moment to subscribe to this podcast and visit our website at www.businessgrowthcafe.com. Read Angelo Ponzi's blogs at www.theponzigroup.com.